Do you want another don't squeeze it moment? Hello and welcome to Pet Food Beta, Gamerscape's podcast, bringing you the biscuit on all things Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. I'm Vivi. And I'm an over-positive Moroku. <laughs> and uh, it's been a little while since we've done the show, but uh, there's a pretty significant update to talk about, and a lot of other news to talk about as well. Yeah, and I think both of us are in very good spirits regarding things in this update so yeah this will be a treat um and the way we're going to do this is we're going to cover the news items first and save spoilers for after that so if you don't want spoilers for rhapsodies um uh feel free you know we're not going to ruin it with the the news portion we'll, we'll save that till after that so you see you're way nicer than me well i know yeah Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first news, uh, it not well. I guess it is directly Final Fantasy XI news related. I was going to say it wasn't, but it it's sort the, of is. Yeah, was it it's the Vanadiel Project news technically? Yeah, Van- Vanadiel Project news. Um, the Final Fantasy Grandmasters beta did launch in Japan a couple of months ago. Um, with if you remember, the Grandmasters game is not the mobile version of Final Fantasy XI, but it's a storyline sequel. So in Vanadil. Uh, and we looked at some of the beta footage from... Uh, we couldn't understand any of it. Cause, well, I don't think it was the guy who posted it was even Japanese. He was some speaking some other language. Um, but uh, it looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, I gotta say, like I was kind of skeptical as to how it would look. But like just the weapons graphics and stuff alone, it looks kind of like... It's just it's basically like chibi Final Fantasy XI models, but it looks really good. Yeah, it's uh, if you if you played the Final Fantasy three or four remakes um, for mobile or for DS, it kind of looks that same art style. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it, the way that the gameplay appears to work is that you create your party using the five different races, and it looks like you can customize them a little bit and pick some of the basic jobs. Um, and then there's storyline kind of quest based. Um, um, you know, it, it, it looks pr- somewhat linear uh, in terms of like you get a cutscene and then you're given a quest and then you go and you do stuff. But what's a little different than the other Final Fantasy mobile games is it's not random encounters. It looks like you can freely walk around different areas um, and then you see enemies kind of there, like the the game, the enemy models. And as you approach them, then it shifts to combat. Um, and I, I think that's probably the style they're. they're moving forward with for retro ish style final fantasy games um but uh yeah it looks turn-based other than that and uses the final fantasy 11 music and characters and I, I was skimming the youtube video a little bit and there's a cutscene taking place in clearly sandoria um so hopefully we get an english version sometime yeah like eh, i'm still kind of salty about it because of obvious reasons and but like it looks cool and i don't overtly hate it for existing as much so <laughs> progress yeah I would, pl- I would play it based on what i've seen uh for sure i would play it if it was free and i didn't have to pay nine dollars which is probably what it's going to cost because Square Enix and mobile games. They sometimes charge more than $9 for their mobile games. Exactly. Uh, so we'll see. Um, so that's that. Yeah. So then the Ooh. news, before we get into the version update news, um, Square Enix recently uploaded a bunch of content that is also in Japanese um, to the website nikovideo.jp. Um, can't read any of it or understand it, but it looks like it's cool. Uh, it looks like it's a bunch of old interviews and promotional media and mm-hmm. uh, comics and stuff like that. Yeah, like just by looking at this, they've got like the original Wings of the Goddess trailers and stuff. Yeah. And the Treasures trailer. And is that. Oh, I think that's the COP trailer because that's the safe hold. That would make mm. sense. Yeah, I'll look at it later because stuff. But yeah. Um, and then campaigns going on right now. We've got the Active Adventure Appreciation Campaign, which if your subscription has been current, then you should have received a Mogpel in your delivery box, <laughs> which I still haven't received because it is crammed with goodies that I couldn't fit into my inventory. Um, the Sunbreeze Festival is going on through the 31st. Um, <laughs> there's new bathing suit styles this year, I believe. 
So. Um, I haven't seen new bathing suits because I got the um. There's like the Sailor Moon outfit and stuff that you get from the dancing dudes. There's that as well. And then the Moogles. Did you notice? Um, if you're standing in town and you see the vendor Moogles, um, during the day they're just you know kind of doing their normal idle animation, but when it the music comes on, they start dancing. No. <laughs> it's really funny. Okay, I'm running to go and look at them now. But let's <laughs> I, I don't know if it's all of the Moogles in town or if it's just the Moog special vendor Moogles for the event, but it's definitely, they definitely do it. Right. That's cool. Um, the discount campaign is also going on right now through August 31st. I believe it's all the same deals as they had before. Yeah. Um, so we won't go into detail on that. Um, and then the current login campaign is running through September 2nd, along with some new trusts like a corpse or not a corpse what is it the uh the um Uligor? yeah what is that he is a um what's the thing that dropped the not the Perseus harp but the thing in the thing in the Ottawa chasm that you get memento mori from that's all skeletony it has like staff i don't know it's that mob god is it a course it's a course yeah course not a corpse yes. yeah course yeah um, that. So it's that dude. I haven't messed around with it yet. I just got him last night. So that's going on. And then yeah. there is a weekly um, manga for Aroha called Aloha Aroha. Of course. <laughs> um, that they're putting on uh, Play Online. And it is in English as well. So that's kind of fun. Cool. And then the Rhapsodies campaign is running through the 31st. This is separate from the actual update. Um, and it is double XP, double capacity points, double monstrosity experience points, and increased seal and crest drops, and additional battlefield spoils. Also, it should be noted that if you had an inactive account, you can also log in for free during this period. That's also good to note, yes. Yeah. So if you want to check out the latest installment, uh, you got a couple more weeks to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so let's get into the version update. Um, chapter two of three of Rhapsodies of Vanadil was released about oh, about a week and change, a week and a yeah, half ago. Yeah, about that. Um, and there are like the, the first update. There's new storyline missions. Again, we will discuss those later to avoid spoilers. Um, and let's get into everything that was in there. So first up is the broken key items, and this is all inclusive with uh, the first update as well. They they didn't have a separate post, so I'll just kind of try to quick as quickly as I can run through these game breaking um they're so good buffs they're so good Rhapsody in White will give you 30% bonus to experience and limit point gains that is a permanent thing that's not a buff um 100% increase to combat and magic skill gains reduction in fields of valor buff costs and you can call more trusts uh I caught an error in my show notes, so I'll skip over that. <laughs> um, there's a lower cost for teleporting between home point crystals, and more items are available from the black market moogles. That I'm, that's what I'm calling them. Yeah. These new vendor moogles that exist in the, the city states. Um, if you get, you progress further, you get the umbral key item. Uh, you get another 30% experience point bonus, more moogle items, and can call trusts during the limit break quests. Um, again, in order to get this, I believe you have to have already done the limit break quest initially. So it's just if you want to repeat it or whatever for your mats cap, I guess. <laughs> um, the Rhapsody in Azure uh, gives you yet another 30% experience point boost. 30% boost in uh, in unity point uh, accruement. Is that English? I don't know. Words are hard. Something like that, yeah. Um, the removal of the Dynamis lockout. So you can leave Dynamis and you can come back and leave again and come back again again as much as you want mm -hmm. um the removal of the honor yard lockout the salvage lockout reduces down to one hour and i believe your tags also generate way faster right oh yeah like 10 minutes yeah yeah 10 minutes for assault tags it's amazing um there's a zenny cost reduction and the amount of zenny it costs to buy certain items mm -hmm. um and even more things available by these shady moogles <laughs> <laughs> um the Rhapsody in Crimson, 
crimson. We'll get these you, are the ones from the new update. I believe, so yeah, three. yeah. Um, you'll get yet another thirty percent experience point bonus, uh, another one hundred percent bonus for skill gain uh, increase, and even more items sold by those shady moogles. Um, the Rhapsody and Emerald will give you again another thirty percent boost to how fast you get experience points, um, and even more moogle items. And the Rhapsody and Mauve you will give you another 30% <laughs> bonus to how fast you get experience points. Another 30% bonus to Unity accolades. Um, and then here are some, uh, some of the interesting ones for this one. The amount of time it takes to use Slash Fume in Voidwatch gets reduced. I don't know by how much. It used to be five minutes. Um, the clusters uh, cost have been reduced even further down to 1,000 gil. Um, and then items and bonuses you spend crewer on have all been reduced significantly. So Voidwatch basically got the big old nerf. Um, Legion passes also have been re reduced down to one to 2,000 uh, gil, depending on if you do the 18 or 36 person version. And then Abyssia Abyssites will now always change color um, after defeating the notorious monster that you spawn. <sighs> I know, right? <laughs> so if you have... Um, Empyrean weapons, for whatever reason, you still want to make. Um, they're, oh, they've Jane. suddenly become a lot less... I won't say easier, but a lot less time-consuming. They, they, they became easier. A friend of mine ground out all of his colorless souls for his O-Chain in, like, maybe eight hours. Something like that. Man, maybe I'll f actually finish that then. Yeah, you need to. Because I already did all of the plates. Um, oh, like, you wait, you have the plates done, but you didn't do the rest? I have the plates done, I have yeah. maybe half of the souls, and I have maybe a dozen horns. Yeah, just get the souls done. Yeah. Like, you're going to hate yourself, but the shield is amazing. Eh, I don't know. I've got the Rune Fencer Mythic, so I'm good. <laughs> well, then just trade all of your plates to me so I can get an Ochi and make my friend jealous. I because... can't do that because they're rare X. Or they're not rare, they're exclusive. You see, I thought, like, the Void watch plates for a second so i wasn't entirely wrong oh i'm sorry not those plates i have the uh, yeah. the iron plates what are the ones that like you can trade the those are the void watch plates okay yeah for the o-chain you you the first item you need to collect are the iron plates from the iron giants yeah for whatever reason i always get like the iron plates and the heavy metal plates like sort of put into one because i am pretty and not very smart okay i'll agree with the last part what you just said <laughs> Um, Thanks. <laughs> the also the traverser stones will now give you sixty minutes uh, per stone instead of whatever they were before, thirty minutes. Yeah, depending on your key item. It was it was a base thirty. Yeah. Um, also with that key item, uh, the Limbus Cosmo Cleanse can be purchased again after one hour and costs one thousand gil. I think it was it used to be one week, then it was reduced to twenty four hours. Now it's an hour. Yeah. Um, Campaign evaluations are also done more frequently, and that that that's both the evaluations for like when you're doing campaign battle and you get like you go and get your evaluation to get your experience points mm -hmm. uh, and your notes. That it's that plus um, your rank evaluations. So instead of having to wait, I think five days, you can get them uh, a lot quicker. It may even be as short as ten minutes. Um, Meeble Burrow uh, Pheromones now accrue after 10 minutes, and even more weird stuff to buy from the black market uh, Moogles. To give you guys a little bit of clarification, like these black market Moogles sell basically all the consumables that you would have regularly bought from the auction house. So medicines like prison powder, sneak oils, and holy uh, water, ninja tools. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few things that they don't sell. I, actually, I haven't checked since I got the final key item, but I would believe that they still don't sell things like red curry buns. So there's still like a little bit of a yeah. reason to you know craft if you want to make go. Yeah, but they have like curl subs, like basically all NQ food that you could think of that would yeah. be reasonable. And it's not the best price, but for a lot of things, it's really quite good because like. Shihei are fixed now at 5k a stack so yeah um basically it makes it so that if the auction house is out of holy water and you're doing content that's pretty much going to guarantee that you need it mm -hmm. it doesn't prevent you from being able to do that content yeah um, so another really nice thing too is that if you play ranger or corsair um they have all sorts of ammunition there at pretty reasonable prices so yeah. like 
you don't really have an excuse to keep using iron arrows at 85. Right. Or whatever, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, new content that's been added. Uh, Esha Ruan, uh, a.k.a. Gray Sky, <laughs> has been added. Um, go ahead. Man, I tried to speak and then a bug or something. Um <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so, have you messed around with any of the actual content involved there, or no? Because I've just been doing limit or, uh, limit points and uh, capacity points up there. I did. Yeah, I haven't tried any yeah. of the new um, NMs that you pop. Um, yeah. But I did try the new battle content, uh, the domain invasion, which we'll we have in the show notes a little later. But we can talk about that now since it's related. Um, so domain uh, domain invasion is. It's basically, if you've played Final Fantasy XIV and you're familiar with what a fate is, it is a lot like that. Um, it's uh, certain enemies or an NM that will spawn seemingly randomly and that can only be fought within the designated area on the map. Um, and then if nobody fights them after a certain amount of time, they despawn. So it's it's not quite an H&M. Um, it's, it's more, I mean, I guess it is a lot more similar to fates in Final Fantasy 14. The 11 um, equivalent would be campaign, but you're just in a more confined area rather than the entire zone. Yeah. It's, it's like campaign or Reeves, I guess. Um, and there's a couple of differences. Um, you have to progress to a certain point in Rhapsodies before you're eligible to participate. So if you're in the zone, you have access to the zone, and you see one of these things, you won't be able to participate until you get further along because you have to be able to get a key eye, a key eye, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> key item or key eye. <laughs> Um, to enable uh, yourself to engage in combat when these things pop. Also, um, Unity leaders will now chat via the Unity chat channel when the NM spawns, um, which is a little jarring at first. Yeah. Uh, and there's visual indicators as to how far you can run away. And I think they've also added these to Void Watch. Um, they look sort of like... Um, I don't know, like little pillars. Uh, so you know when you're about to run out of the area of effect. Mm. Um, and then the way that the rewards work are that they're direct drops. So they recommend leaving two inventory spaces free. Um, and then there's an additional buff that'll happen in the area where the combat took place for a certain amount of time, which is kind of a cool aspect of it, I thought. Mm. Um, so that's that. I've done that, and uh, it was actually kind of hard. Uh, there was only a few people there when the, um, the blue dragon, I forget the name of it, but, um, it's a Jormy model. It's yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a Jormy yeah. model. Yeah. When that spawned in uh, there, um, it destroyed my rune fencer. I was kind of surprised, actually, how quickly it destroyed me. Yeah, I noticed a lot of people do... Um what are they called? The uh, the pop NMs more so than this one because mm-hmm. like uh, to get I don't want to really sort of like eh, it's screw it. it's not really a spoiler but um so this big dragon dude pops and he's got like maybe ten lamia around him and stuff as ads yeah and so since they're in like the immediate area if you pull one they all link to the other and so I don't think that like there's really parties that are going out to explicitly kill the dude at least no on it, server, yeah so. right now it seems like this is actually better for alliance or l- just large pickup group. Um, um, content it it's it's it seems like it's new non six man content yeah <laughs> um, which I think is fine for now um, they'll have to nerf it eventually but yeah it's the new thing it's one of the new things to do so I'm, I'm cool with with it for now right um the uh so also related to esha um treasure chests will now drop uh occasionally when you defeat mobs and as far as i can tell they're all temp items is that the case um you can get some uh rare ex items too like i got a capacity point ring from them oh like so it was like uh three charges and had like 150 bonus with a cap of um 30k so basically free capacity point but uh, yeah or job point excuse me um and we already mentioned that the Unity leaders will chat in the Unity channels like weirdos. We're on fish objectives. Uh, actually, we're... Well, yeah, we, we can talk about that too. But um, So when you talk to uh, Katsunaga in Mora, you get some new fish objectives. Yay! <laughs> Yay, and new titles. Um, and... Uh, There's a new animator also that made it so your puppet could uh, stay at a distance. And you can buy that with sparks. Oh, is that what that does? Too. Yeah, so it's... For like ranged pup and magey pup. Gosh, it's taken them that long to add a specific animator like that. Well, mm, I don't really see the point behind it because, like, with the shooty shoot pup, wouldn't you want like 
arguably the most DP possible, which would be a melee swing every now and then. I don't know how fast the... Uh, I guess it depends on the content that you're doing, because if they're going to yeah. get one-shotted by something, you do want them to stand back. Yeah, true. Um, new quests have been added to Adeline for the Taru Taru Sauce Comedy Troupe. Have you done these, by the way? No, I haven't. Any of them? None. They're worth it. They're they're funny. Cool. Um, some of the animations that you, that you see are just laugh out literally laugh out loud funny um i haven't done the new quests yet and i hear that there is actually a reward at the end of these uh, which is good because sometimes uh, well i'll i'll keep that spoiler free sometimes it can get a little annoying with you fetch an item and bring it back and then have Nothing. to fetch it again and bring yeah. it back and fetch a different one yeah anyway <laughs> um also, wanted battles for Unity can be solo now. They, I think when it launched, that used to require at least six people. They reduced it to three and added trusts. And now you can solo Unity NMs if you want, which is good for the lower tier stuff. Mm. Um, or maybe even the higher tier stuff with the ability to summon five trust NPCs. <laughs> um, and I didn't put it in the show notes, but um, I remember reading as well that uh, the various tank trusts have had their end. And enmity boosted um so that's good cool and there's one other thing oh yeah the moogle tablet rewards have been changed again um to rings which i thought was a little weird because the last mm-hmm. time they changed them they made it so that you got like artifact armor upgrade items like beetle blood and stuff which i thought was kind of nice but they changed it to like a sneak ring and an invisible ring and huh <laughs> some weird yeah some that's not all that exciting rewards but like I wouldn't kick a sneak ring out of crack out of bed for eating crackers, like you know, like maybe five years ago, but it's still kind of nice. Yeah, I guess. It's like it's like extra cheese. Uh, it sounds like extra inventory space uh, space gone to me. Well, like what's the recast in the ring? Because if you don't have to carry a stack of powders. Or oh, I don't know. Actually, yeah. I didn't look. Um, yeah. Yeah. If it's unlimited, then that okay, that's useful. Yeah. Um, and they also changed it. I don't remember where I read this, but I remember reading somewhere where um, they changed the Mog tablets so that you can actually see them on wide scan now. Oh. Mm, I guess there's the magic behind it, but okay. <laughs> um. And I think that's it. And then uh, the side note. Right. So um, side note, apparently um, either people didn't know this before or it wasn't labeled, but with records of eminence now, if you complete the um, achievement category, or uh, I think it's under tutorial tab actually, uh, for like the nation storylines and then the expansion storylines, at the end of it, you get a 10% capacity point bonus. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I think that there's like eight potential ones, which is like an 80% capacity point bonus, which is really, really nice. Yeah. So... Also, um, it, when you do the, uh, the records of eminence uh, quests for the Wildskeeper Reeves, uh, the, you, I think you have to do them again, even if you've already done them. Um, but when you do them, uh, then you get an increased capacity point bonus for those as well. Really? Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's 3% for them. So that's cool. But that adds up if you do all six. Six? Yeah. So it's like 18. Yeah, I don't think Theodore or Theodore counts as a, a Wildskeeper Reeves. Yeah. Um, and so uh, uh, there was one other um, battle content that was added, which is called Sinister Rain. Um, I know last time we actually played together, um, <laughs> <laughs> you said that you hadn't tried it yet. Um, yeah. Have you tried it since? No. Uh, so what it is, is just kind of some basic battle content, um, which I'm not against, um, that takes place uh, when you, you have to go to Inner Rakaznar Court via the Yorkshire Wield um, and enigmatic device where you hug the right wall and click on the question mark thing mm-hmm. um and once you're there you'll uh, i think you also hang another right and you'll find an npc named uh malobra which if you shuffle the letters around spells any guesses the name of an npc that's a villain in the expansion i haven't entirely finished yet yes yay um so you get a cutscene with him and then a key item that costs uh five thousand bailed and then you um enter the arena where you do the rune fencer and geomancer or not geomancer the rune fencer um uh limit break quest mm-hmm. i don't know if that arena is used in the main scenario for adeline at all oh yeah it is it's used when you fight uh theodore um 
So you go into that zone, and then you face off against three random NPCs from Adelon. Um, sometimes it can be a repeat of the same NPC that you fight earlier. So you may start off fighting Arcelia uh, and Geosuke, or not Geosuke, uh, um, her brother, Ignis. Mm-hmm. Um and then after you defeat them, she may come back as one of the three. It's, it's just totally random. You actually will fight um, Dragon, White Dragon, I can't pronounce the name of. Oh, that's cool. Um, which, yeah, because I was wondering if they were going to uh, use him. It seemed, it would seem like a waste to create such a cool-looking uh, model and then not use it in battle at all. <laughs> right. Um, but you do actually fight uh, him as well. And there's a storyline explana- explanation for why you're fighting the uh, your allies and some cases um which I, i'll leave that for you the listener to discover um but what's cool about it is depending on which nms you fought against depend what rewards are you get to select from at the end so the way that the drop system works is after you win uh, you're teleported out of the zone and then you talk to the npc again and then you're able to pick uh, one of four rewards and three of the rewards are specific to the nms that you or the the characters that you just faced off against um and one of the rewards i think is just like a bailed payout so basically like if you don't like any of the options then you essentially get a reduction on the the cost of the next key item to Mm. try again um and then all these things all of the gear will have augments on them and the augments are random um but not like wildly random like they they all have like a potential cap of specific categories um but there's not like some sort of augmenting system to them so you basically either like what you get or you don't and move on (laughs) um but it's I, mean, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's definitely not hard either. Um, I went with a pickup group of like five people on one trust, I think, and we cleared it every single time. Um, almost wiped one time, but it wasn't that bad. Cool. And uh, yeah, so that's that's what that is. And um, I think that's it as far as content from the update. Um. Yeah, no, nothing else I can think of that we wouldn't talk about in-game, so. Okay. Cool. Um, Before we get into uh, storyline stuff, um, just a couple of quick notes from the dev tracker. Um, Not a whole lot of, you know, tidbits other than just responding to some stuff players have asked about. Mm -hmm. Um, But a couple things worth noting is Grakuma did clarify that the message that you see when you complete certain portions of Rhapsody is where it says you can watch all the cutscenes in Expansion X. Uh, And it doesn't actually say X. It's like, which ever relevant expansion we have a smart listener base they understood that okay okay Um, the uh, basically what it what it that message means is even if you haven't completed the expansion packs, um, you'll now be able to watch all of the cutscenes using the goblin fo- footprints. Um, so that's that. Um, and then the uh, <laughs> this one I pulled out because I thought it was funny. Uh, when they do add the final um, Chibuki sibling as a trust NPC, the dev team is currently looking into a way to have uh, all three of them cast meteor if you've got them all summoned at the same time. I mean, they couldn't not do that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so please look forward to that. Also, uh, th- there was a, um, a freshly picked Vanadil episode that just went up. And from what I can tell, um, it pretty much just recaps this version update. Um, and not a whole lot of previews for the next update. So that is it for gems. And uh, I think that'll take us to the spoiler zone. So if you haven't finished Rhapsodies, pause it go do it and then come back and listen to us it'll only take you about four and a half hours so mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i'll just start by saying that's my only complaint is that uh it was, there wasn't more see i thought it was really long compared to the first one i was maybe about the same i feel like the first one took me an afternoon to finish this had like 35 cutscenes. yeah but i finished this in like an afternoon well yeah so did i but like i started at like noon and then you know i got up took a multivitamin went out in the sun etc I took my good sweet time with it. It was great. See, I didn't. I think I I, wa- I woke up. I took my dog for a walk. I sat down. I played through all of it, and then I went out for the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but um, no, I really enjoyed this one a lot more than the first one. Um, it felt like that there was more. Uh, like it, like it, the plot was finally starting to develop. Um, it still felt rushed for obvious reasons. The pacing was off a bit, but it was still really good. Yeah. Um, how did you like the use of combining the characters from the different expansions? I thought it was cute. Like, it wasn't, like, 
the way that like Rhapsodies is working is that um, they're making it so if you even if like you're just starting the game right now, you can participate in it. And so I think that um, like when you have to go to Ottergon, what's well, like oh it's like go to the Ten Shoto to talk to this person or whatever. One, if you didn't have a Ten Shoto invite to get into the Ten Shoto, you get one, and then like from there you also get your free boat pass to Ottergon. So it's kind of a cool way to lead people over there because mm-hmm. um, I think like if you had gone through and done. Um, like just rapsies from like one to whatever uh when the first one came out if you leveled up sort of accordingly along the way you would have probably finished siren around like 65 or 70 yeah so, and you would have needed help to do it or, at that level or like four trusts you know but um well the trusts also would have been that low level so it might have been yeah. a little tricky Right, but I do think that it's really kind of cool that they're like uh, adding things to help people sort of explore the game a little bit easier, and they're tying it in with the storyline, which is really nice. Um, yeah, you do have to yeah. progress a certain point in, in the expansions. You don't have to finish them, though. Right. Like, um, for Ottergon, I don't think you actually had to do anything, because you got the boat pass over there. But um, I know for COP, you had to beat Tenzin, I think, to get some cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, in Xylar, you need to do the pilgrimage, I think, and some other stuff. And you had to do some other stuff for uh, Wings, which is like beat, actually beat Wings the Goddess, which was weird. Yeah, because that's like such a long expansion. Yeah, that that one was a little bit strange to me because you had to beat Wings, which also means that you beat the Nation storyline too. So yeah, um, yeah, I like where they're going with it so far. They certainly talked a whole lot about um, a location in the Far East, which makes me think we are actually going to get a zone over there um, well, now. Whether that's just a BC or not, I don't know. Well, then, like, Gilgamesh was also like, oh, you thought you were going over there, matey, but oh, you're not yet. And he was really super vague about it, and it's like, damn it, Gilga, don't play with my heart. (laughs) Um, They've got to do it, though. They've got to let us go there and at least look out a window or something. (laughs) Well, like, I could see them doing, like, a Kazam Zone-ish kind of deal. Like, making it, like, that bigger, a little bit bigger. And then, like, having a triple question mark in the area where it's, like, Dynamis, uh, what's that? Uh, Ijo Wima. Uh, I want to say, like, Iwo Jima, but I know that's an actual place in, uh, Japan that was part of World War Two. But it was, like, um, Resinjima, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, so I could sort of see, like, a weird, uh, empty version of Dynamis, Esha, Zima, whatever. Resinjima. Yeah. Resinjima. Words. I don't know. Just gonna let you keep trying. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. I've already established this. Um, what I thought was interesting about the story so far is how big of a part Balamor is seeming to play in it, which I didn't expect. Yeah, that was kind of interesting because they brought in um, some Adeline NPCs, and that was really strange. Well, they didn't, other than Balamor, did they? Um, I thought that they brought in like uh, somebody from... Like one of the coalitions for like a split second or something. I could be wrong though. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, as far as I, I could tell, they only brought in Balamor. And so, um, there's so many characters that get lost. Yeah. So, I guess to yeah. ca- kind of ca- catch up the listeners, uh, if you haven't already played this and you are just going going for the spoilers, um, what happens is uh, Iroha is this character who is from the far east. She appears in Vanadil, um from the future. Ooh, Yes. Yeah. Makes that sound every time. Yeah. Um, And in the future, she says that uh, the empty destroyed everything. Everything went kaput, basically, and she was the last survivor. And so she came to the past to find, insert your character name here, um, and keeps calling your character Master, which is weird. (laughs) I mean, I I guess it's better than, like, Senpai, but still. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And... uh, says that she's she's come back to from the uh, to the past with the help of phoenix's power to prevent whatever from happening um and so you kind of go through this journey of like you meet this strange masked person um which again spoiler alert we're already in the spoiler section i guess we don't have to say that anymore um ends up being the your future self and so you fight yourself for one of the fights yeah um which i thought was kind of cool although that they did that technically in crystal and prophecy but that doesn't count because no Nobody well, played that. Well, they did that in, um, to an extent, in Wings of the Goddess also. I don't remember that part. Yeah, because you were one of the Shadow Wardens. But you didn't fight yourself, right? I thought you did, because there was the Shadow Warden fight, and you kind of pop up there, and you have the weird tattoos on your face. 
I could have sworn that you fought yourself. Maybe. I forgot. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, but no, anyway, they've done it like three times already in the game. That yeah. was shocking, quote unquote. So. Um, and then the other thing I thought was, was kind of interesting is there, and we're kind of jumping around out of order, but um, one of the scenes that I particularly thought was interesting was when all of the dark avatars um, kind of had like a little hangout together. Yeah, that was really quite cool. Yeah, so you get um, you get Odin, like the, the... The weird floaty axe head version of Odin, which kind of irritated me. They had space to put the actual model in. Yeah, but I recall, didn't, didn't they do that too? Like when it's just the spirit of Odin talking like in uh, Treasures of Otter Gone. They did that as well. They did something. I, no, I don't think so because Odin was the big bat or one of the big bats in that. So I think they had he, like I mean, he also, manif- he also manifests himself, but I, I vaguely recall. Anyway, it's, it's not Yeah, because like, because like, I, I, I could understand it because um, like Alexander was present for a powwow also and so there was a small Alexander, which I understand. Right. Because he doesn't have a physical form. He's just sort of there. I mean, like he's in all the doll. But, um, but no, Odin, it's like, dude, come on. Yeah. Pull out your horse. He's so cool looking too in this game. It's just, yeah, so... Um, so anyway, so Odin's there, Fenrir shows up, uh, Diabolus is there, um, and who am I missing? Balamor shows up at some point, too. Balamor, uh, but who else? Wasn't there another one? Um, no, there was. I don't remember who. Because there was... Were we there? I think we were there, the character. Yeah. Um, was the Dark Spirit Pact there? I don't know. No. <laughs> Although that would have been hilarious if it just kind yeah, of chimes in and be like, guys, guys, guys. Guys, I brought some chips and Sleepka. <laughs> yeah, so what was weird is that um, eventually Balamor shows up, and uh, that's when I was kind of like, "Whoa!" I didn't, I didn't expect Balamor to be so important that that he could appear amongst the avatars. Isn't he technically a manifestation of Hades, though? I don't know. Um, see, what's what's weird? Okay, so Hades yeah. um, was originally a man from Adelon, mm-hmm. um, and then became corrupted when he went to that dimension, right? Okay. Um, at least from what I understood. Balamor and the other two, uh, Zol, I think are from that dimension. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's why, that's why I was like, when Balamor shows up there, I was like, whoa, huh, okay. Because yeah. he's sort of like Gilgamesh in Final Fantasy V, where he's just kind of the bumbling henchman, it seems like. Okay. But he survives in Adeline and Hades doesn't. Hmm. Um, well, maybe he's kind of like, um, like, you remember in Final Fantasy X how there's, like, Yu Yevon and Balamor is kind of like, oh, hey, you're kind of under my control, Hades, congrats, and that'll be, like, one of the bigger reveals or something, I so. I remember that. Yeah, Yu Yevon, he controlled Sin and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh, so you're saying I mean, that, like, that maybe Hades like, might have actually been, like, the puppet for Balamor? Yeah. Okay. Or something, and, like, they might reveal that in this, because why not? I mean, like, we found out where the boat goes in Norg, anything's freaking possible. That's true. So, um, and then, so while they sort of start powwowing about everything, we're doing a very bad job about with, uh, gelling this together. By the way, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm just kind of talking about the the memorable parts. We're not really yeah. telling the story. Um, well, that's like that's that I think right there is a really good way to sort of discuss spoilers, like memorable parts, and yeah. not like the minutia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the other major plot points that, that's kind of uncovered is um, the one of the ways that they believe that they can stop uh, the darkness, the empty from coming, right? Um, the emptiness? The emptiness. The empty. Yeah, because the empty are like the little floaty things that we kill. Right. Yeah. Uh, from one of the ways that, uh, how do you say uh, homeboy's name with the wings? Satarius? Cephalus? Cephalus? Yeah, Cephalus. Cephalus? Cephalus. Uh, I'll just call him Seth. Yeah. Um, you know, the main one of the main characters in Ch- Chains of Promathia. Um, you meet with him, and he uh, says that he's been slowly collecting energy from different dimensions, um, including um, where Balamor is from, mm. uh, Tartarus, uh, and I think he even says Abyssia, and, um, you know, the, the alternate dimension, you know, various dimensions involved in Wings of the Goddess. He's basically collecting energy from the crystals there. So that he can create another mother crystal. Right. Because nobody seems to know how to get a hold of uh, Ultana. 
<laughs> which I thought was kind of funny, right? Like, yeah. That was like, I wrote, I was like, well, can we contact the goddess herself? And everybody's like, that's a good idea, but nobody's got our number, sort of. <laughs> yeah. But we should note, though, uh, like, uh, the reason the dark avatars were having, like, the powwow and stuff was because Balamor was doing that. Because beforehand, you see him in Otagon trying to take stuff from astral candescencies. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Candescencies? Candesci? What's the plural of candescence? Astral candescences? Astral candies. Yeah, candies. But, uh, yeah, so that happens, and that's when you meet Alexander and stuff. But, like, it's actually way more thought out than I thought it would be. Yeah, the, the story is actually done a lot better than how we're explaining it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go play it and enjoy it, yeah. and then throw back a couple and then come listen to us and laugh along. Um, we'll probably do, after the uh, the big, big, big episode for uh, the final chapter, we'll probably do maybe, like, one more storyline summary that we do some prep for yeah <laughs> to kind of tie tie up the loose ends um one of the yeah. other things i thought that was kind of interesting was there's the scene in um in uh gray sky as i'm calling it now <laughs> um with siren and you see a siren and a siren prime mm-hmm. um and they did refer to siren as an avatar so i have no hope um it'd be cool i have no hope for a siren subbing it would be cool it would be cool but it took how many years for kate sith and Atomos? a lot yeah yeah. Well, what about what about this? What about a siren trust? I'd be like, I. That's probably what's going to end up happening. Because you get but. a Balamor trust, which I don't even understand. Because at no point does is there any indication that Balamor's a good person. Yeah. No. I. <laughs> I'm, I. I. I would be salty if Siren was a trust. But uh, actually, I'm kind of surprised that Siren wasn't a trust. Like now that we're thinking about Balamor, and Balamor was, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. So because you beat him, I mean, you fight him in combat. Right. Um. But it, it doesn't make any indication that he's like dead or like banished or anything like right technically you see some of the the emptiness voids disappear but right i don't know Uh, siren would be cool um i let's see is there anything else that we would be discussed because i have a prediction for the next one uh, like, I think those are the major yeah. major pieces of it. We really haven't gone to Adelin yet. Uh, yeah, we haven't actually the- gone to um, like Tavnasia yet either. We're seeing the Cherokee Keys, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see them. They didn't seem like major characters. I mean, I know that they were they were involved I- in some major aspects of Chains of Promethea, but aren't they on the poster though? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I know. I know Shan- oh, you do see Shantoto, which is uh, I loved. That scene was hilarious. Yeah. She's like, dimensional travel? Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what are your predictions? Um, I think that we're actually, we have to see Phoenix, like, physically manifest. Like, okay. there's no way we can get around it now. Because, like, you know, Selethus or something is there. Seth is there, and, like, Iroha is there, and the sword is there, and that's, like, three parts of Phoenix, and then they're probably going to Voltron together and, like, do something cool and be like, fire, and everybody's back to life or something. And then there'll be like some weird Japanese song that plays in the background. It's like you won, yay! <laughs> the circle of life <laughs> just comes on <laughs> at the end, dude. It would be the best thing ever. <laughs> so totally random side note, but um, so Disneyland recently updated their fireworks show or whatever for their 60th, right? Mm-hmm. And so for the first time in a really long time, the circle of life in it, like after like uh, the Winnie the Pooh song and stuff, and everything's all calm, and it's like da <laughs> and it like you know the first day i saw it like everybody was like screaming like crazy and it was awesome that's cool but yeah um so who do you think the the end boss is gonna be um i think like like part of me is thinking it's gonna be Promathia or some variation of Promathia because like if there's been one big bad throughout the entirety of 11 you could kind of say Promathia because like one COP. They pretty much closed the chapter on Shadow Lord and the right, but like so, Shadow Lord was there, but he was corrupted or whatever by like his own sort of dark thoughts and stuff. And you could argue that the dark thoughts were kind of fueled by Promathia. Eh, that's a very big stretch. And then COP, obviously. And then Odin was kind of the big bad in TOAU, but then, like, you know, if you look at, say, Abyssia, hey, you're Shinryu that's just Promathia that ate Sel- or, uh, Selethus, or whatever. Yeah. So, I think, like, I I don't really know what the final fight would be, because it's got to be, one, a really epic fight, but it also has to be able to be done solo with Truss. 
I think. Eventually, so like, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I kind of am wondering if they're going to have like a solo mode and a hard mode. I think it'll be hard to begin with. And then in the, what if that comes out in November, I bet in the December update, they'll nerf it. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Or at least but. make it so that you need to have a couple actual people with trust. Yeah, I just like, I would like a hard mode version, like White Raven level hard. I'm sure they'll add a hard, yeah. hard mode version. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they've already done that for almost every BC fight storyline fight in the game well no i don't mean like you know when they have to go get merits for i mean like in the storyline where the final oh, yeah. boss legitimately feels like a final boss i thought hades was sort of like that have you you haven't finished adeline right i'm like halfway through oh okay yeah hades it was kind of like that uh when yeah. it came out um it you you can do it with a pickup group but you guys everyone has to kind of be on their their toes a little bit right um i, th- I thought it was an appropriate amount of difficulty Mm. Um, so like, I'm, I think, trying to, um, I'm trying to rack my brain of like who would be either a predictable or I mean I guess you talked about Prometheus being sort of the, the predictable choice well because like I'm just trying to think with the emptiness that's spreading theoretically at the end of COP we stop the emptiness from spreading because we uncorrupted the mother crystals or something like that right it's been a while yeah. since I played it so one why are they getting corrupted in the future so some event must have had to sort of cause that and two um if you remember like uh in wings of the goddess right we get that like cutscene where it's the flash at like the three nation cities and they're all sort of like super gray and bleak mm-hmm. i'm wondering if like maybe since we messed around with wibbly wobbly timey wimey that that might have started to leak into our own thing and so whatever that villain is like the true villain behind that after the crystal war ended because in that timeline we didn't beat Promathia. right so i don't know maybe like when we came over from that timeline Promathia kind of latched on to us somehow or explanation here i know who it is who it is a gigantic um sheep from selbina that has gotten so big from eating all the cabbage after all these years it's a butter sheep yeah you see a warrior sub white mage that's the final boss. Yes. The, no, the Brady Guide is the final boss. The Brady Guide is the final boss. Yeah, it manifests various like, terrible job combinations like Monk Subred Mage and Ranger Sub White. <laughs> yeah, You're already far away, so you might as well cure. I'm genuinely curious to see who the final boss is. I don't think it's going to be Odin, because we've already sort of seen so far that... Well, he's already palling around with us. So that's what I'm like, saying, yeah. like yeah. He, He's affiliated with the quote-unquote dark side, but yeah. that's just because that's his crystal atomos atomos was there that's who we were forgetting that's right sort of okay. except atomos couldn't really talk and they were making fun of him <laughs> who it's was making fun of him was it uh it wasn't odin was it it was all of them and then balamore translated <laughs> that was that was the part that had me cracking up yeah because whenever atomos talks it's always like with a lot of dots in between and he doesn't really yeah, say like, actual words he's kind of like the great decoratory where it's like <laughs> Darkness is being drained. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, like, who do you, like? Do you have any genuine predictions or whatever, or what? I don't. You know, I really don't. Um, because Bal- Balamore would be wouldn't make sense and would be too obvious given how present he is in the second chapter. Yeah. And I mean, it wouldn't make sense because he's not. A, there's no even like indication that him or his realm exists anywhere in the game up until like um Adeline and the weapon skill. Yeah. <laughs> from the relic weapon for Black Mage. Um. So I don't think it's going to be him or Hades or anybody like that. Um, it it could be a Tomos. No, because he was there, the Dark Avatar powwow. Yeah, but I could see something happening to where they, they start talking about the emptiness is consuming everything. What else consumes everything? A Tomos. Mm. And kind of like an anticlimactic, like, I'm not a bad guy, but I'm just hungry and I'm consuming everything in my path, sort of. Well, but he literally consumes everything, though, and the darkness just kind of makes everything, or the emptiness, excuse me, just kind of warps it and stuff. Yeah, okay, and true. And kind of rips it into a different dimension, which doesn't really help my argument of it not being a Tomos, but um, we've already, like, what was it that corrupted the Mother Crystal? Like, did they ever explain what the emptiness was in COP? Like, I want to go back and watch the cutscenes, but I can't do it all in one place. Cough, but... Yes, you can. It's called YouTube. Yeah, but I want my character model. Mm, let's yeah. consult the Book of Knowledge, a.k.a. Google. Wheel of Morality. Turn, turn, turn. Show us the lesson that we will learn. The emptiness, according to playonline.com, is an insidious phenomenon 
that has begun to gnaw away at the land. This menace, first disregarded as a distant threat, is drawing heroes of every nation into a race to uncover its true nature. Is this emptiness a tear in the fabric of Anadil, or is it the birth of an entirely new world? This is from the actual change in Promethea promotional site. Okay. So, birth of an entirely new world. That's the Promethean areas. Right. So, what if it's like a weird dark Altana or something, since we can't get her on the phone? Ah, what if it is Altana? Tana. Yeah. That could be interesting. Well, it doesn't really sort of make sense where it's like, oh, you guys saved my world like nine times. I want a soft reset, damn it. <laughs> I hope we actually get to see some sort of like physical version of Altana. I'm sure we will. It'll be a reskin of like the final boss from Wings of the Goddess, but we'll see her probably. Or it'll just be like the voice. I'll be like, my name's actually Heidelin. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, like, it, yeah, like it, it'll be interesting. I think, and um, I think that like. I almost wonder if they're going to do like a nod to like 14. Um, actually, there was something that was funny. I'm trying to remember. It was, um, there was a cutscene or something. And like this, like this whole Rhapsody thing seems very self aware because there's a point where it said that like uh, the world is ending and everybody feels bad about it or something. <laughs> and I, I, I said, I put a post or uh, put the quote or whatever in Skype. And it was like, you know, a week or so back. So it's long gone now because my Skype chat is just nuts. But, um, no, it's a, it, like it's very self-aware uh, because I think the writers know, like you know, it's the end and stuff, and they're having a lot of fun with it. And I'm wondering if they're gonna be like, oh, you know, extra-dimensional things. Like, what are those like weird sort of like spriggan dealios that started popping up in towns? Maybe they're the cause of it or something. <laughs> Wait, they they reference the spriggans in the? No, I'm saying may, maybe they will. Oh, like because like everything's sort of super self-aware now. Yeah. So or the Dragon Quest Blavins. Man, I was kind of disappointed we never saw an actual Spriggan mob like outside of the seasonal event. Yeah. Oh, um, have you seen the um, the pig sprite deals in uh, Esha yet? Pig sprite? Yeah, so I, they're pigsies. Uh, and so uh, if you're like fighting a mob or whatever, um, they'll randomly pop up when one of them dies, and they'll drop like Esha elixirs and things, but they look like really, really ugly warthogs, and they have wings, and they fly, and it's kind of amazing. No, I haven't spent enough time um, just kind of, you know, running around, like, getting capacity points or whatever there yet. Yeah, but it's kind of hilarious. How do you so. spell it? Do they Are they actually, like, a targetable mob? Um, yeah, you fight them and stuff. Like, I killed one the other day with Extreme Prejudice. It was great. What are they called? I think it's, like, um, Pigsy? Something like that? It was, like, a weird pig spray. Hang on. Uh, and like their wing is probably in the update now. It's I can find it. Give me a sec. Or the list of items that people totally compiled after the game was already out. Cough. Uh, weapon, 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 weapon. Oh, Porksy. Porksy. That's it. Yeah, those deals. Oh, we totally forgot to talk about um new ABJ gear. Oh yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Because all I know is that they did something to it. Yeah. Um, what they did is they um, so in Esha some of the gear awards there are new weapons that are really good, and then there is um new ABJs or abjurations abjuration. I don't know how to say that. I just always call them ABJs. Um, there are new ABJs that drop uh for a new um cursed gear that is synced by converting or synthing your old gear or something and reverting it back to cursed state and then using that to synth things and whatnot and some of it's really good like the heck gear has like a like the hq version of it has like a 10 percent uh weapon skill damage potency set bonus and then like the body has like 41 strength or something crazy like that and uh but no it's really good and i think it's actually really fitting that some of the best gear in the game is now uh what the best gear in the game was at 75 and i could totally see them doing like esha nizul isle in uh the final chapter also and mm. having upgraded salvage gear that'd like, be fun yeah like because i think like back in like 2000s they're like oh we always intended for salvage gear to be like the best armor in the game yeah and i think that would be really fitting if it was so and I just pulled up a, a picture of a Porksy, and they are terrible looking. It's so cool. That is funny. Yeah. There's a turkey mob, too. Is there? I haven't seen that one yet. I don't know what that is for. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but, like, uh, I think that's that's my sort of take on it. 
Any, any other predictions or? Um, no, I mean, I think uh, prediction-wise, I think uh, we are going to get a new zone, whether it's just a BC area or not, remains to be seen, and it will be in the far east. I don't think mm. they can't not do that. Um, Tavnasia. They're definitely not going to do Tavnasia. No, I mean, like, I'm just reminding you that Tavnasia was sort of dangled as a carrot in front of us for two full expansions, and it didn't happen. So. Yeah, but I mean, I think at the very least, the BC area. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think they're going to do something. I think where the, regardless of who the end boss is, I think where the storyline is going to end up, mm-hmm. it's going to it's going to end up at the beginning somehow. It's going to like kind of come full circle to where it all began with a stone. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> so, do you think it's going to be like kind of like a more dark ending where like the no. world will end, but like just as the world ends, the like only mother crystal left is the one where it's like it all began with the stone yeah i think something along those lines is gonna happen because a it's final fantasy and b it's they're not ending i mean they're they're ending new content for the game but they're not taking the game offline in its entirety and so the storyline explanation of why the game continues to live on i think is gonna be along the lines of like um you find mother sorry go ahead you finally get all the way through all these trials and tribulations and battles and everything and then it it just starts over with a new cycle like it's all of these storylines and all of these timelines are forever ongoing uh, and they always end up in the same place or so- something like that. I'm actually kind of worried we just successfully predicted it because that like is kind of making me swell up inside. It's like, oh god damn it. <laughs> oh, what? Like if it... Uh... No, because that, totally that totally makes sense in the Square Enix logic. So I can totally <laughs> see them doing that. Uh... Not the worst. But... It's not the worst, but it's like, it's like, it, it just, it's like, it, that would give me a sufficient amount of closure i think huh that would like that ending would give me a sufficient amount of closure i think rather than there just being like a big bad yeah or like or like multiple dimensions all spawning from that one crystal that we helped create that would be really cool yeah so and i hope i'm not holding my breath but i hope we get a, a new cg uh cut scene at the end that is long overdue we need one like i'm honestly surprised that we didn't get one for like at the end of each expansion yeah, I'm a little surprised about that too because they do new CG cutscenes for every game that they produce. Even Dissidia has CG, yeah. um, and we've even seen some of the eleven characters in the Dissidia CG cutscenes. Right. So, Who, just, it, by the way, look amazing. Shantoto and and Prish in those. Yeah, they look super cool. Yeah, and uh, we already know that there's like the ending song and stuff for the, uh, which is going to be the Vanity on March with like the big chorus of all the players and stuff. So that I forgot to submit to. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I saw that the date passed. I was like, oh damn. Yeah, I was totally going to do that, but oh well. Yeah. Um. No, so I don't know. Like it's going to be happy and sad and a bunch of stuff at the same time. So I don't think it's going to be sad. I think it'll be nostalgic, if anything. Well, like I'm still sad that the game's ending. Or that he after like you know in two months there's gonna be no new content or no new like update and stuff for like jobs and stuff yeah so that's gonna be sad yeah it's be like oh now there's definitely no new avatars <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to uh moving forward after november to yeah. see oh i mean maybe it won't be interesting um well, who knows if it is you'll hear about it here on pet food beta that's right <laughs> um I guess before we wrap up uh, plugs, you can tweet at us at PetFoodBeta. You can write emails to us at PetFoodBeta at GamerEscape.com. And I checked yesterday. I didn't see any new emails, but I'm going to check again real quick. Mm. Um, and as always, you can um, rate, review, and subscribe in iTunes and anywhere else um, podcasts are sold. <laughs> uh, no, the... <laughs> I didn't get any actual emails, um, but I've got... Uh, I feel like that we had an email a couple weeks ago that we were supposed to respond to, but we didn't. I don't see one. Okay. I see one uh, subject is mineral water. Oh, wow. Um, I also see um, something about seaweed. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, did we read the one from... No, never mind. That's a different one. Okay. Yeah, I don't think any new emails. Um, but please keep in mind that um, this may be the last episode that we do before the big... 
hoorah November update. Hopefully the updates in September and October will collectively be big enough where we'll do kind of one mini show in between. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you've got any kind of things you want to say for the uh, the big November show, um, send send us emails. Um, we'll, we'll definitely be promoting that one um, further in advance because I feel like we're probably going to live stream that one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to tie one on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so Fusion X will definitely be back for that show and hopefully well definitely some other previous hosts and or regulars from pet food alpha it'll be the rhapsody of pet food alpha <laughs> it'll be the rhapsodies of pet food alpha yeah. and beta um rhapsody of pet food alphabet because that's technically what alphabet was rooted off of alpha and beta first two letters Whoa, mind blown right put two and two together yeah rhapsodies of alphabet Okay, I need a moment. Hold on. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> um, so yeah. Also, uh, as always, check out the Final Fantasy XI auction house. Did I already plug this? Yeah. No, I don't think you did. Okay. Uh, FFXIAH.com in the fan art section of the forums. Um, the MS Paint Challenge is still going strong. <laughs> um, this week's topic, which you have probably no time to submit to by the time I edit and upload this episode, um, is uh, <laughs> draw your character with your favorite cartoon network character <laughs> which is about as random as any of the topics i've ever been but um, just see like dexter in the alchemist guild <laughs> i've seen i think uh, i haven't checked out the submissions this weekend yet but the last one i saw was johnny bravo with like a taro taro white mage that my friend uh carrot chan drew <laughs> oh that's great so uh yeah and i'll be getting on that after i uh, edit and upload this so cool that's it. Um, I think that, that's everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Cool. Great job. Cool. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to Pet Food Beta. I'm Vivi. I'm Moroku. And we'll catch you soon. Bye. <laughs>